Hello and welcome back to Soul Flow Podcast. We're episode six now, and today we have a really, really special guest. I'm super excited he's with us. We have Juan Romero in the building, um, Thai massage therapist and yoga instructor. So welcome, Juan. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much for coming. Um, So a lot of our clients know who you are just because you did an event here where you did some Thai massage, but also, you know, being in class. But just can you tell everybody a little bit about what Thai massage is? Sure. So kind of like the one sentence elevator pitch I tell a lot of people, it's a fully clothed passive yoga class done on a large floor mat with the aim at reducing soreness and gaining range of motion. Uh, so there's a lot built into that sentence. Uh, so people that are in, more in the yoga world would kind of understand what it means to, to kind of be on the floor, passive yoga, someone else is doing it to you. Uh, so I'll be putting you into various gentle yoga poses, applying pressure with my feet, elbows, knees, or hands, and with the goals of reducing soreness and gaining range of motion. Uh, as opposed to kind of like deep tissue and Swedish massages, where they're more based on relaxation, um, my bodywork modality is based more on making sure you move properly and without pain. Yeah, sounds good. So when I was trying to learn what Thai massage was before I came and saw you, I looked, you have YouTube videos up, and I was like, yeah, right, my body is not doing that. But the way that you're able to, like, manipulate the body and, and get into those positions, it's it's crazy. Right, right, and, and, and that's the beauty of doing a Thai massage. It's being done passively to you, uh, which means that you are allowed to let the muscles relax, and when the muscles relax, you can get deeper into poses that you might not expect that you'd be able to get into. And then I also apply various different techniques uh, to kind of break up tissue in the in the muscle fibers and then even get you further into those uh, stretches. Awesome. Um, so what got you into Thai massage? Uh, so kind of this whole journey started with, uh, with yoga for me. Uh, and kind of like my background be- behind getting into yoga was I was actually in a bicycle versus pickup truck accident. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ran a stop sign on my bicycle got T-boned by a pickup truck. Oh my gosh. It was a two-way stop, so now I was supposed to stop. Uh, so I went flying a good amount, uh, broke my pelvis, ankle, one of my vertebrates, uh, all that good stuff. Fun times were had <laughs> by all. Uh, so right now I have two screws in my hip, two plates and four screws in one of my ankles. Um, I was very active. This was uh, eight years ago in college. Uh, so in the process of the whole recovery, it went me trying to get back into my active lifestyle, uh, I got back into running, and at some point, my joints weren't having it because mm-hmm. uh, of the metalwork inside of me. Uh, I eventually tried to tried yoga. I found a group on at a local studio. Uh, I was at the studio for for about six years. Then after that, wow. uh, I got my teacher training there uh, three and a half years ago or so. And during that teacher training, we had a guest instructor come in and show us like four different time massage moves. She she had like a weekend training somewhere, and that stuck with me for a while. Uh, I love the aspect of hands-on assists in yoga, and when I started diving more into what time massage is, it's kind of like taking hands-on assists to the final game. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not just helping you get into a pose; I'm taking you to the pose. I'm taking you further into a position uh, that you might not have thought possible before. Uh, and then I did started doing my training almost three years ago; would be in March or so. Got my certificate in September of 16, and I've been time massaging ever since. Uh, I left my full-time accounting position to open up my own business. Uh, I still do some accounting on the side, but hopefully at some point I won't have to anymore. Yeah. 
And then um, can you tell everybody where exactly you're located, where your office is? Sure, sure. So, so I'm located just south of Ox Valley Mall on Nogden and 59. Uh, I'm on Google Maps, so you can search me there. Uh, I'm also in the uh, Massage Now building, uh, so you can you know search for that. I'm on the second floor, uh, so I don't have any specific location or specific signage for myself. I rent a room from Massage Now. And then the easiest way to book an appointment with you would it be to email you, or do you have like a schedule online? Yeah, the, the easiest way to schedule with me is to go online, uh, www.tibyjuan.com, T-H-A-I-B-Y-J-U-A-N.com. Uh, uh, it has my live availability, so uh, there's no going back and forth if I'm avail asking me if I'm available or me asking you if you're available at certain dates and times. Uh, it does prevent you scheduling within 48 hours, so if you needed something more immediate, day of or the next day, at that point it's best to text me, 630-301-1565. Uh, uh, texting is the best way to get a hold of me. I'm in and out of appointments all day, do my accounting work, so I might not be able to answer a phone call. Okay, so Juan is all over the place doing like events and... I mean, you're at various studios. I just saw you're going to be somewhere. You go to studios and offer Thai massage to their clients, Correct. which is awesome. So how do you manage, I guess, manage your time to to have, I mean, I mean, you're all over the map. How do you do it? <laughs> uh, well, I'm single, so that's, that's kind of <laughs> yeah, helps me with my time management. Um, it, it, it really is, uh, and I'm sure you guys are aware too, it, it's a passion, and it doesn't really feel like you're doing the work until you realize how much time you actually put into it. Right. Um, you know, I could easily go online, search studio, search events, uh, and two or three hours of my time is gone at that point. Mm -hmm. uh, and maybe I came up with a lead, maybe I didn't. Uh, but sometimes I do, and sometimes those end up being great. So, like, yeah, I was at your studio here. Last year I was here for uh, the Thai Massage event. I also was a visitor your teacher training. Yep. I'll be at Sense of Samadhi in March for two things, for also time massaging their clients, also visiting their teacher training. I've been at Hot Yoga Naperville, Twist, 360 Naperville, uh, Yoga Cave. Okay. Um, oh, uh, Simply Yoga as well recently. Oh, yeah, yeah. I taught their anatomy weekend there. That was fun. Yeah, and that actually, some of the events that you do count as CEs depending on who's running it. Correct. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, but, I, I think I am now Yoga Alliance Continuing Education oh, Provider, so. Yeah. I think. Okay. I'd have to check my certifications, see if I pay that fee, but yeah. I think I'm good. Um, but besides yoga studios, like you go to a lot of events, like you do like the marathon. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. But you're coming up to the Plainfield Business Expo on the 16th of February. Um, you did our ladies night, which was awesome. Yeah. But how do you connect with all these businesses? You just search. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it, it really is just a search. Um, the first year, year and a half, I focused mainly on runs, races, 5Ks, triathlons, half marathons. Uh, so where was I? I was in Naperville Sprint Triathlon, Naperville Half Marathon. I was in Oswego, Plainfield, Bolingbrook, Naperville a couple more times. Uh, and that introduced me to the running clientele, the athletes out there. Uh, and I got some clients out of that. And then my business started picking up a little bit. And now this year, I actually want to try focusing my sponsorships and my booth events into things I'm more kind of like in line with as well. So what I mean by that is uh, I'm sponsoring an event at uh, Loaves and Fishes. 
in previous years, I wouldn't have even thought of that. Yeah. Uh, I'm also sponsoring Brightside Theater in Naperville, which is a small uh, kind of arts uh, entertainment uh, industry where they do musicals uh, for kind of up-and-comers, which is great. Uh, I still am doing some 5Ks and races, but I'm kind of minimizing that uh, and just seeing what else is out there. Uh, oh, well, I'm also going to be at the Naperville Ale Fest, too. Uh -huh. So it kind of goes in lines with a little more of my home, home brewing stuff as yeah. well. Yeah, if you don't follow Juan on Facebook, you need to because he does some pretty creative yoga stuff. Uh, I like seeing your pictures because you travel a lot and do yoga. But yesterday, yoga in the snow <laughs> while drinking beer yes. was my favorite. So yeah. <laughs> if you don't follow Juan... It's just search for Juan Romero? Or... Uh, yeah, well, that that's my personal. I have no problem. You know, friend me. It's all that good stuff. Um, my business page, Thai Body Work by Juan. Uh, I tend to be less uh, creative there. <laughs> uh, and I'm also on the Instagram. Oh, yeah, uh, Instagram. I think Thai Body Work by Juan as well, but underscores between each word. Yeah. yeah, that video yesterday was awesome, by the way. Yeah, because you, yeah. you make your own brew. So can you, like, I guess so... Besides Thai massage, because that's what you're known for, like, you're really well-known in this area. Like, everybody that I talk to about <laughs> Thai massage, you know, and we highly, highly recommend you, and you're, you're a hustler, hardworking, which is awesome, and, but anybody that knows Juan that comes to yoga during the summer, or even a few weeks ago, you ride your bike, Yolanda. Yes. Is her name. Yolanda. So, yeah, e even though I was hit by a pickup truck, <laughs> I, I still am an avid cyclist, uh, I do more uh, bike touring, so I've uh, crossed New York. I, my favorite one I've done was from Minneapolis to here, about 690 miles over the course of two weeks. Uh, th there's just something you get from seeing the world on a bicycle mm -hmm. that you just wouldn't get on a car. You don't notice the subtleties of the road. You don't notice kind of the, the people going by, and it's, it's fantastic in my opinion. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. um, props to you for that, especially well, you. because you were in a serious accident. Y yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I was. <laughs> <laughs> I still have that bicycle too in, in uh -huh. my in my parents' attic, and it's it's a it's a reminder that you know. Well, that's kind of what brought happen. you to where you are today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's that silver lining. You never know where where something's going to lead you, so you kind of just have to lead into it and. Hope for the best. Yeah. And if not, well, there's always other paths. Right. Awesome. Um, but can you tell us a little bit about your brew that you make? Because that's kind of interesting. Oh, my beer? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, now that I'm kind of uh, taken back and kind of making more time for myself, uh, that's definitely something I'm going to get more into this year. Uh, so I make my own beer uh, about two or three times a year at this moment. Uh, but, yeah, it's like a – I'll do it on a Sunday. It takes about five hours from startup to cleanup. And it's a, it's a blast. Uh, just to know that there's so many things that go into beer that you wouldn't think of when you order a beer at the bar or get a six-pack from the from the store. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people put a lot of effort into those brews that you drink, and it's it's kind of like an homage to try to make your own and see, see what you can do. Yeah. It, it offers a lot of creativity. It offers a lot of uh, instances for mistakes, too. Uh, I had to ditch one batch entirely because I put too much sugar in the bottle, and when I opened the bottle, it would explode. Uh -huh. 
<laughs> and the whole it was it was one liter bottles like the the pop off tops and the whole liquid contents would just geyser out. Oh gosh. So I couldn't drink it. I couldn't give it out to anyone. So I had to ditch the whole batch. Uh, so I spent like, you know, like 15 minutes in my backyard just popping all the tops and just a oh, little Bellagio going in the back. <laughs> How long have you been doing that for? Uh, on and off for about eight years now. Um, my ex-girlfriend got me a homebrew kit for Christmas one time. It was just a little tiny uh plastic and kind of do on the stovetop sort of deal and every single time I brewed a new batch I'd upgrade one piece of equipment uh, to the setup I have now uh, which for, for for my use is pretty much right where I need it to be yeah interesting I like to hear what other people do I mean I see you in a professional setting but I mean I'll see you at the studio taking yeah. classes but I like to know a little bit about your other interests which is fun why I like following you too on, on social media because I like to see you travel. Yeah. You go to a lot of cool places and I know you're getting ready to go somewhere else soon, Punta Cana. Yes. So I can't wait to see those pictures. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get out of here for sure. Um, but with your Thai massage, so going back to that, what do you what do you see like with clients that's like the most like problematic area? Right, right. So uh, there, there tends to be three major muscle areas that people have issues with. It's going to be hips, low back, shoulder and neck. Mm. Uh, and it makes sense when you kind of think about it, those joints, the hip joint, the shoulder joint, they're ball and socket joints. Mm -hmm. So they articulate so much more than kind of just your hinge joints. So they're more prone and more susceptible to, to damage and kind of not proper care mm -hmm. from the, from the clients. Yeah. yeah. So when you have a new client come in, do you, before they make their appointment, do you kind of talk with them to see where their problem areas are so you kind of have an idea? So, so generally I try to. Uh, if they book online, then I, I don't have the, the ability to get a hold of them and I'm just not just going to randomly call someone. Yeah. Hey. Um, I do have an intake form that they can fill out online. It kind of gives me a little background as to what they have. For example, any surgeries that may be applicable if they're pregnant or something or if they have any other diseases that, you know, would be uh, in, in, in my best interest to kind of look up on. Uh, so if people call me, I ask, you know, where they heard about me or how they found out about me, what their issues are. So generally, I try to sell people. If it's muscular, I am generally am able to help you. I'm not going to tell you I'm 100% guaranteed I'm going to fix everything. But if it's muscular, there's a good chance I might be able to provide some assistance and some relief. And then what, like, is there, like, a group that you would say would not benefit from Thai massage? Or you think, you know, like... I, I honestly think almost everyone can benefit from Thai massage. Um, because the, the type of massage that I do, it's not necessarily just kind of like pressing into the muscle. I'm, I am manipulating the muscle, manipulating the body, and making sure everything moves as it should. Uh, so if, if you're able to move, I can make you move better. If you're not able to move, I can hopefully provide some additional range of motion that you might not have had before. Uh, and I get that a lot with my clients who have tight shoulders. Mm -hmm. uh, I can spend 10 minutes on one shoulder and I can have them reach back to a range they haven't gotten to since they were kids yeah. or never thought possible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think you did that with Jason with his shoulder because he had dislocated his shoulder and he had no range of motion. And then 
Yeah, and actually that was kind of scary because <laughs> I'm like, my shoulder can't bend that way. Right. You know, you did my good shoulder first and then we get to the... And, I, and you made it go way, way further than I've had it had since the right. injury. So. Right. And, and what I see a lot with, with people that come in and have issues similar to that is they develop a pain. They're not too sure how to help it themselves with relieving the pain. So they stop moving. They restrict their range of motion. And once they start restricting the range of motion, the muscle fibers kind of tend to memorize that. So they'll become shorter in a sense, and then they'll passively restrict your range of motion, and they'll develop uh, more things that we call in the business trigger points. And as more of those trigger points develop, your range of motion deteriorates as well. So it's very cyclical in that sense. Uh, so what I do is kind of run through various protocols, and I will constantly ask the client, where do you feel this sensation uh, and they might say, oh, I feel it here in, in one part of the muscle. So, for example, they might feel it in the anterior deltoid, the front side of their shoulder, when I pull their arm back. I'll be like, okay, great. Now, what they don't know, but what I know is there's about 10 different muscles that refer pain into that area. So what I have to do then is kind of systematically go through each muscle and see which one is the biggest issue. Generally, it tends to be the infraspinatus, which is the muscle on top of the shoulder blade. So like if you were to kind of press your palm on a shoulder blade, the muscle right below that is your infraspinatus, which is counterintuitive to what people would think. Mm -hmm. A muscle in the back of your, uh, on, on your back of the shoulder blade causes pain in the front of your shoulder. Uh, so during sessions, I try not to tell people all about that because they kind of say, oh no, that's not right, that's not true. Uh, but as I systematically go down each muscle, that infraspinatus Probably 95% of my clients, that is the most tender muscle hmm. on anybody. And they'll actually feel it sometimes down to their fingertips. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that, it's amazing how the human body works. Mm -hmm. I know um, I saw you because I was having pain in my glute. And when you went in there, like, I, at first I was like, oh, my God, I'm dying. This is, like, killing me. Because you really get in there. Like, I think, like, you had yeah, your yeah, elbow that, on and that, that's the beauty of having it done on a, on a large floor mat. I'm able to use my body leverage. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm a fairly large guy in a sense, so I don't have to press hard. But if if someone needs that pressure, I have no problem delivering it. Right. Well, in, in <laughs> yoga, because it ended up being my piriformis, and I find with a lot of yogis that's, like, a common – because – Everybody like that comes in here and they're like, "Oh, I have this." I'm like, "Go see one." I'm like, "I had the same exact thing." And after I saw you, yeah, it was in like for you. You told me for me it was because as a yoga instructor we tend to demonstrate more on one side, right? And so then that's how you get that imbalance. But it's amazing. Oh yeah, there, there's many ways that an imbalance can come. Um, if you drive a lot and you find yourself leaning off towards the center of your car or kind of hanging out the side of your car, that's going to cause some imbalances in the muscles. If you, uh, it, a fair amount of the population has one leg longer than the other, and it may be minuscule. Uh, and if you don't have a movement practice, a yoga practice to kind of help unbalance that out, that will build up and that will present itself in like sciatic pattern sensations. Mm -hmm. Or other sensations in the knee, in the ankle, in the low back, maybe even up to the shoulder. That's interesting. So how young do you see clients? Uh, the youngest I've seen was seven years old. Oh. It was at one of those events where I was doing like half hour massages and this mom came in and she wanted to uh, get her daughter in on it. And I'm like, okay, that's no problem. 
so you kind of have to uh, taper your expectations when you're working with young people. Uh, one, they don't have the vocabulary mm-hmm. of to tell you what exactly they're feeling, or they might not have the social skills to kind of be open to, to tell you that they're feeling something, or uh, they'll just be very skittish with like a large hand pressing onto their shoulder. Yeah. Uh, so you kind of have to alter your approach. So I, I, I would just use lighter touches, lighter stretches, uh, and they still receive some benefit. I mean, at, at that young of an age, their muscles are so malleable, you can take them yeah. anywhere. And how often do you recommend people get Thai massage? So my, my recommendation is usually once a month for maintenance. Um, my goal is if, if I can fix you and you never see me again, fantastic. Mm-hmm. You know, I've done my job. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not kind of the life that we live. Uh, a lot of people very, live very sedentary lifestyles, uh, driving, office jobs. Uh, so they still need that maintenance to kind of make sure things don't progress beyond a, a, a stage where they would probably need, you know, sur- surgical in- intervention, which I highly, highly avoid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do see some clients once a week, every other week, every three weeks, once a quarter, or once just when they feel it. Yeah. Uh, the client, I, one of the clients I see once a week, um, when we started, he couldn't lift his arm above his shoulder without pain. He was taking ibuprofen four times a day. Uh, and then after a couple months, I was able to get him off the ibuprofen. And now at this point, uh, he forgets which arm it was that was giving oh him a problem. Because it was his left arm, and I'll pull his right arm every now and then. He's like, oh, was that the arm I was having? He's like, no, it was uh, the other one. Wow. It's like, oh, wow, we, yeah, we've come a long way. And Yeah. And because he does the weekly, uh, he's able to reap more of those benefits mm-hmm. and not regress back to the stage where he was in such pain and such depression at that point, too. Because he was on the verge of getting surgical intervention, and I was able to co-tell that. So, like, massage being, I guess, more like holistic mm-hmm. ways, and, you know... Um, I'm sure you get a lot of time. I mean, even being a yoga instructor, you get those like non-believers. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, how do you deal with clients like that? I know Jay with Reiki, you get a lot of people that like either they had a bad experience or they just don't believe and you got to like, we know it works, but. Right, right, right. So uh, when I get those types of clients, I change my vocabulary. Uh, I don't talk about trigger points. I don't talk about how one muscle can affect a different part of the body. Uh, I generally, it. Generally, with, with my massages, the conversation is led by the client. If they want to talk, fine. We'll talk. We'll, we'll have some conversation. We'll talk light banter, whatever. Um, I usually don't get into the details of what this muscle does or what this could cause, uh, just because that might kind of – it might, go one, go over their head, or two, it might lead to them further believe that this is kind of like a far-off science or a far-off modality that's not going to assist them. So generally, they respond more to results. So that's why when um, I'll, I usually do a lot of hip stuff at the beginning, uh, one, because of my own hip issues, uh, and I love that. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people have a lot of hip issues. But as they slowly start seeing progress, even within a minute or two minutes, then they start to understand that of what I can provide to them. And then usually the shoulder is the one that provides the most uh, progress. Uh, people can't go as far back as, as Jason would ex- describe his experience. And then within a couple of minutes, I can get their hand back to the floor. Uh, it's, it's, 
it's amazing to see the progress and amazing to see them start to realize, oh, this can actually help me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I tend to see a good chunk of people that I'm their last resort. They've gone through multiple rounds of PT. They've gone through various doctors. They're about to have some surgery. Uh, and sometimes the surgery is valid. I'm not kind of dissing that. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes we can avoid it if, right. uh, if it's you know, addressed early enough. Right. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I totally agree with you about um, with it being a last resort because mm-hmm. a lot of people come in here and they're like, well, my doctor told me that I should try yoga. And it's right. like, okay, well, good. And then they end up not only like feeling better mentally, but like physically. So they're seeing, I've had clients that have come in and said, I don't even go to physical therapy anymore because I'm coming regularly to yoga and it's making a difference. So it's pretty amazing to see. Yeah. The the beauty, the beauty of yoga and what you guys do here as well is that it's very holistic. It's, Mm -hmm. it's mind, it's spirit, it's body. Um, I tend to focus just on the body. Um, but I, I always recommend yoga studios. I always say, okay, well, do you practice yoga? Yeah. If not, here's a couple studios around you that I've been to that I know of that, you know, can help you out. Yeah. Well, one thing that I love about you too is you're always promoting all of us. Like your newsletters always put out what every studio or like is doing what's going on with people in the area. And that's awesome because it's about working together because we're all in it together. We're right. not competition. Oh, yeah. We're not... And I think it's pretty amazing that when you, when I saw your new, your last one, how you're so uplifting and positive to all of us. And we, I know I totally appreciate all that. So thank you so much oh, for yeah. that. Oh, thank you. That That's definitely something I'm trying to focus more on this year. Uh, it's just introducing people to the health and wellness world mm-hmm. in whatever fashion it takes, whatever they feel they need. There's resources out there. So hopefully a lot of people don't feel too lost or they start uh, kind of researching on their own and trying new things out. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so as we start to wrap up here, I do carry cards here at the studio for people to come see you. And I believe the first massage is $40. Yeah. One hour time massage, $40 is the first one, the introductory rate. Uh, I also have the introductory for, for 90 minutes is $60, but I only have so much space on my business cards. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so if you're in the studio, grab one of his cards for your first massage, or if you need information, you can email me, and or um, we'll give Juan's information again before we wrap up. But then also, um, I know for your birthday, like if you're a client, you get half off a massage. I just got my little birthday thing. Oh, so well, happy birthday. Be, it was in December, but thank you. Um, but I'll be scheduling for sure. With Beautiful. You. And then um, the next event you have coming up is? Is... Uh... Is it the Plainfield Expo? Yeah, the Plainfield Business Expo. I think it's at the Plainfield High School. Are you going to be doing massage demos there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to do his massage demos. And I also have some giveaways too forever comes uh, and signs up for my newsletter or uh, signs up for a massage. I have water bottles. I have pens. I have, I think they're called drawstring bags. Oh, I yeah. Don't know. They're really nice. He brought some nice swag in today. Yeah, so you can check then, all his new swag out. And then out. a massage tool as well, which I, I, I love as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll be, I, I'm going to try to have someone there with me to kind of handle the giveaways and the on-site scheduling while I do, uh, time massages to whoever wants one free little quick five minute demo. You come, let me know what's going on and then I'll, I'll see what I can do in five minutes. And that's at Plainfield Central. I believe so. Um, yeah, I think it's at Plain, the high school. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. The 16th of February. Yeah, the 16th of February. 
Yeah, so nine to one. Check out Juan over there. And then also, can you give them your website again? Sure. Your... Uh, address, website address is www.tiebyjuan.com. And that's spelled out T H A I B Y J U A N.com. You can email me, tiebyjuan at gmail.com, spelled out the same way. Text me, 630-301-1565. Uh, just mention that you got me from this, or else I'll just think it's a random text. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so thanks again, Juan, for coming. Thanks for practicing at the studio and sharing your knowledge with us, all, all right. of us. Well, all thank of you. Us with Thai massage and... Your knowledge is amazing, and your massages are even better. So, Yeah, I look forward to getting a massage for myself one day. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> um, but thanks again, and uh, this is Melissa and Jason with Soul Flow Podcast, and you can follow us on Soul Flow Yoga 1 on Instagram and Soul Flow Yoga Inc. on Facebook, and you can follow our website, soulflowyoga.com. Thanks for listening, and we will talk to you guys later. Namaste.